Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Look at us. It's the Amanda Seals show. I am Amanda Seals. We are here to do the daggone thing on a group chat Thursday. This is that type of day where we just talk about a various, you know, various topics, various things um, that you guys have been talking about or that we here at the Amanda Seals show have been experiencing in our own lives. All right. Now, this is already February. I don't know if y'all know this. Today is the first day of Black History Month. So all month long, we'll be bringing up all ish, celebrating moments in Black History. But the thing about when Black History Month is applied to a show like this, baby, we got we we, we hitting you with Black History every day. Okay, I mean over here we are always yes. Okay, like that's how we exist on a regular basis. All right. Now we appreciate Black History Month, you know, but Carter G, we didn't need that month over here. You know, we didn't need the month over here. But we are very happy to bring a brother on the show today. Our headliner of the week, Felonius Monk, will join us to talk about relationships, breakups, and makeups. He is our headliner of the week. And uh, we look forward to, share, to sharing time with him all week long with For the Record as well as going to the back of the class. All right. Our group chat topic of the week is manners. One thing about black folks, we do know about manners in a household, okay? And uh, we are going to talk about that and take your calls on our manners still a thing. So we'll get into that a little later. And we're going to talk about, I guess the reality is that for all of us, our Black History Month experience has been different in school. So we're going to get into that when we get back right here at the Amanda Seal Show, all right? You know what to do. Holler at us, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back to listen, laugh, and learn. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it is a group chat Thursday, and it is the first day of Black History Month. How black am I going to have to get? Okay. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I feel like I experienced Black History Month differently based on the teacher. <laughs> when oh, I was really? Yeah. Mm. Definitely. You know, like I feel like I would have some teachers who were um, making it their business to try to like teach other things than the obvious, mm. which would be Frederick Douglass. Yeah. Harriet Tubman, Martin Luther King. You might get a sprinkle of Sojourner. Okay. Okay. You might get a sprinkle of Sojourner. You might get a little Rosa P in the mix. Maybe Jesse Jackson, too. Really? You were getting Jesse Jackson? Yeah. Oh, wow. What? <laughs> Interesting. All right, so tell me about how y'all's Black History Month experiences were growing up. 
You know, it was always definitely Martin Luther King. Like he was like the mascot of Black History Month. And then you, I, I remember just short chapters, short writing projects. But when you think about the richness of our history, it was very, very limited. So our, my teachers always made a big deal about it, but they made a big deal about all the people you just mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> right. We didn't learn about inventors like uh, like the George Washington Carver. We would learn about George Washington Carver. That was the we inventor that we learned about. We did learn about the peanuts. Yeah. And but they never did. explained that what he was actually doing. Mm. To the point where I wrote an entire uh, oration on George Washington Carver only to find out that he did not invent peanut butter. Mm. (laughs) See, mine was different. I feel like black history was embedded in my childhood from home. First of all, my grandmother, she taught at um, George Washington Carver Elementary. She was a senior teacher at George Washington Carver Elementary in Baltimore. Um, like growing up, I played basketball and football for Benjamin Banneker uh, wow. Recreation Center. Um, for uh, in elementary school, I remember dressing up one uh, uh, Halloween as George Washington Carver. So it was you always had glasses. Like what? Yeah, did you I had that glasses in the little uh, suit <laughs> the or whatever. Apron? Like, <laughs> yeah. So and and I went to I went to my elementary school. I went to elementary school with mostly white people. Like it was my, but that was like embedded in my childhood that it was always there. Black history was always around. So I was very knowledgeable on the subject from a young age. Interesting. All right. Well, when we get back, we'll talk a little bit more about this and how they can switch it up. All right. So for all of our educators listening, I'd actually love to hear from you what you guys are doing. one 855 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. And we'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals. It is the first day of Black History Month and we here at the Amanda Seals Show are just reminiscing on what our Black History Month moments were like growing up. I remember actually when I was uh, a host on MTV2 and I was interviewing Nas for Black History Month and um, I had to ask him a question like, you know, what what do you think about Black History Month? You know, they would think that that was like a real innovative question, you know. <laughs> and um, he was like, well, you know, when W... When when W E B Dubois and I was like, Ooh, mm. I'm a pump the brakes on this one, <laughs> and I was like, cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. And they were like, what's the problem? And I was like, you know, um, yes, in the French pronunciation is that, but like people know him as Du Bois, you know. And so uh, Nas was like, well, you know, you can leave that in. I don't mind looking wrong. I don't mind looking wrong. I was like, well, I mind you looking right, wrong. okay. <laughs> <laughs> on our Not Black History Month on Black History. <laughs> <laughs> but I just feel like as we've gotten older, like it just feels like Black History Month, and maybe it's because I'm not in school, it feels like Black History Month doesn't have the same weight as it used to, um, except at Target and Michael's. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Yes, I think it depends on what school your your kid goes to. But I think, like you we said earlier, I think it's in, in the whole year now. Like there are always. I remember when my youngest son he went to a school that was themed like they would do all kinds of Black History stuff all the time. So I think it depends on the type of school your your child goes to. 
But even outside of school, like, do you as like TJ and Supreme, do you feel like you see it in the world? Well, we work at the Amanda Seals show, so we got a Because I really feel like I, I feel like I, I, it used to feel a lot more like this is a thing. We're doing festivities. And as we're seeing like the nation make more of an effort to silence the histories of our people right. and to really like make being knowledgeable about blackness or even being interested in the upliftment of black folks, like to make that become like a dirty word and shameful like it seems like i'm seeing people i'm seeing businesses be a lot less overt yeah about it and that should be what encourages us to be more excited about it to be excited about our history not just in black history month but definitely during black history month to share the history ourselves whether it's not whether or not it's posting or teaching kids or even our friends because sometimes grown people don't know certain things in Black history. And if I'm correct, Amanda, you have a whole master's degree in African-American? That is correct. Yes, I do. Yes, that's correct. I do. <laughs> I mean, I think if you wait for the commercialization of Black history, you're going to be, I think it's going to get watered down. So I would mm. rather not see it at, you know, corporations. I would okay. rather be more taught in the home and, yeah. uh, if anybody's going to capitalize off of black history, I think it should be black people, not, you know, Walmart. But I do want, I do like to see it at corporations and sometimes they don't know how to celebrate it. Mm-hmm. Though. So just because it's black history month, we don't need to sell on watermelons. You know, we need to, <laughs> you okay, know, we need to, <laughs> right. So you got to have the right people. You got to have diversity in your staff or somewhere on your team to show them how we need to celebrate Black History Month for the world. You also need to have Black people who are willing and able and knowledgeable to do that. Because by the way, when Walmart came out with all the Juneteenth buffoonery, it was a Black sales team that pushed that. Okay? But uh, happy happy Black History Month to all of us. And I think Supreme, you know, you said it best that we definitely got to start at home. So let's make sure that we do that. And if we're not able to do it all the time, at least make time for these next 28 days. We'll be right back. Actually, it's to 29 black. days. Uh, okay. This year. Extra day of blackness for you <laughs> right here. <laughs> this is the Amanda Seals Show. We got 60 second headlines when we get back. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. 
Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here, and it is time for DJ Supreme to catch you up with all the things going on with some 60-second headlines. All right, here we go. South Carolina will hold its Democratic primary this Saturday. While President Joe Biden doesn't have a serious challenger, his campaign hopes his efforts in the state will recharge voters and echo 2020 when South Carolina, especially its Black voters, put him on a path to the presidency. I just have no comment. I don't have a comment. I tried to sound so delightful while reading. You did. You did. You know what? I will say this is actually my comment. My comment is that primaries are happening for a lot of other roles, okay? A lot of other elected officials beyond just the president. I just got my uh, LA, you know, California, like, ballot book. You can also get more information about who is running uh, at One Vote 2024. Listen, y'all got to educate yourselves. Reality is there are far more very impactful roles that you need to vote for along with president. We got school board up for it right now. We got um, there's senators. There are state senators. There are representatives in the Congress as well as in your state Congress, judges, etc. So let's continue to get informed. All right. National Geographic has just debuted an eight part docudrama series titled MLK X, an exploration rooted in the lives of the late Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and Malcolm X. And this series will also feature uh, stories of Betty Shabazz. And you know who's going to be tuning in. Jonathan Majors, because they're about to really <laughs> educate us on Coretta Scott King. Okay? He might be a producer on this. Florida's Republican-controlled House of Representatives approved a bill this week that will ban the use of all social media for kids under the age of 16. Florida is trying to ban everything and everyone but Ron DeSantis, who is actually the real root of most of the state's issues. But this also is really about education. They know that kids are getting informed via TikTok, via Instagram, via Facebook, etc. Maybe not Facebook. And they want to 100% control and silo how the people of this state are getting information. And they're starting with the kids. This is fascism 101. So y'all, mm. if you're in Florida, I don't know how you didn't stop this from happening, but it's happening. If you're planning to go to the big game to watch the San Francisco 49ers take on the Kansas City Chiefs in Super Bowl 58, ticket prices have reached an all-time high. Get this. The cheapest ticket is just over $12,000, and the most expensive seats are around $30,000. Are you getting yours, Amanda Seals? I don't even, I just found out that the Niners and the Chiefs are in the the football. I just called it the football. That lets you know. That lets you know right there. It's called the football. Um, I just think it's actually wild that there is this much money to be charged for an entire stadium of seats. And we have people that are facing food starvation in the United States. We have actual like state officials that are voting down free lunch. But there's this kind of money out here. I can't put my head around that. While we were sitting here, I donated to something. Mm. While we were sitting here doing this show, I donated to something. There's always somewhere that this money can go where there is something lacking. So I don't know how y'all have this money to give to go watch people throw a ball around. And it's going to be cold. Mm. While we were sitting here, I just paid my rent. So, yeah, there we go. See? There's always somewhere for this money to be 
you going? Those are your 60 second headlines, y'all. We'll be right back. We got another celebrity confession and we're going to get into it here at the Amanda Seals Show. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals, here. And it is time for celebrity confessions. Celebrities are always running their mouth. Boy, don't I know. Don't I know. Rubbing, <laughs> running they mouth. Usain bolting their mouths. And uh, we play a little game here where DJ Supreme shares with us the confession and then I try to determine who it is that All has right. <laughs> spilled the beans. This um, artist, he's well-mannered. Let's start it off with that. And he got embarrassed. Huh? J. Cole. No, no. Okay. <laughs> he got embarrassed into getting into shape because one time he had his shirt off and a baby tried to suck on his man. Um, I was never going to guess this, but it did get put in the group chat on accident earlier. And the answer is Kevin Gates. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was laughing at TJ when she put that in there. I'm like, TJ, killing me. But so. I was never, ever going to get that. Like his, his name does not exist in my mind because I don't know his music. So I, I would have never got it. We would have been sitting here all dang gone day. I also do not consider him to be someone with manners. The last time I saw him, he was Spitting in a woman's mouth. Well, I mean, she wanted it to happen, but <laughs> well, it was consensual. It was consensual. Do we consider him to have manners? I feel like he's he's been out here Wally Coyote in the past. I feel like he has public manners, but some of the things he does in the privacy of his own bedroom are a little, you know, I'm non-judgmental, but every time oh, I don't when even I know anything about that. When I hear him talking to a woman, is yes, ma'am. No, no, ma'am, so on and so forth. He's a, a southern gentleman. I just had a flashback to the image of him hawking a loogie in this one's mouth. He I, I saw. So, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry that I even brought that imagery for y'all. He's got multiple personalities, but let's listen to him telling this story. I was embarrassed into um working out, and it was beautiful. I was embarrassed in this um getting in shape because when I was fat and I had this, when I would walk in the room. I would look for the flaws in everybody in the room and I would expound on those flaws so no one would pay attention to me. Mm -hmm. I was projecting mm -hmm. so no one would pay attention to me. Mm -hmm. But when I had my shirt off at the video shoot, I'm like, yeah, I'm trap house sexy. I'm on the block sexy. That was a facade. I'm holding a baby. The baby trying to suck my Everybody looking. They laughing, but it's one of them laughs like, you don't want to, you don't want me to see you laughing. So they like, like, <coughs> And then I, I see the baby leaning. This, that's the most embarrassing shit in the world mm -hmm. when you holding a child and the child innocent. He don't know no better. He really in the back, really trying to suck your. I hear my take. Why was the baby at the video shoot? Ooh, that's a question. Right there. <laughs> <Just> asking. <laughs> Was it his baby? No. No. <laughs> he said it was just a baby. A baby. And what made him be like, give me the baby? <laughs> With no shirt on. Eh? With no shirt on. Yeah. Is there footage? <laughs> like, <laughs> what video is this? I'm just, I don't know. I'm genuinely confused, concerned, all the above, because I don't understand the context. I got sidetracked past what he was talking about and just wanted to know. Who bought a baby to the video shoot? Who yeah. bought a baby to the video shoot? 
That's all I wanted to know. Things well. I learned this week. <laughs> Things I learned this week. All right. Well, there you have it, y'all. See Amanda Seal Show. And uh, we got more for you, so don't go anywhere. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. First, I don't know how that happened. Apparently, it's National Freedom Day. So I will take this time to say, free Palestine. Did you think I was going to do something different today? I thought you were going to say, give us free. (laughs) (laughs) We could use some freedom, too. We could use some freedom, too, here in the United States and the Los Estados Unidos. We could definitely use some freedom, too. Mm -hmm. It's the first day of uh, Black History Month, too. It is the premier of Black History Month. I saw a white lady say February is love month. I was like, why are y'all like this? (laughs) At this point, y'all are only expected to act like we exist for one month out the year. Y'all can't even do that. Just talk about Rosa Parks and keep it moving. Just (laughs) couldn't even do that. Couldn't even do it. Happy Black History Month. Yes. You know, I have have my own little Negro spiritual that I sing every Black History Month. So... I'll put that as this week's public seals announcement. Okay. <laughs> to bring us in. To bring okay. us in. Um, all right. Well, coming up this hour, we'll get into our group chat topic of the week. This week, we're talking about manners. We're talking about manners. Are parents still teaching their kids manners? What are some common rules that you grew up with? And do kids today respect their elders? This is rhetorical because the answer is no. Um, but we're going to get into all of that. Uh, so keep it like right here to the Amanda Seal show. I can see Supreme's face and he's like, my kids do. That's literally what he just said in his face. Right. <laughs> we'll be right, right back y'all and launch into the group chat. Talk. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah. They know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you of the week. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show, your girl, Amanda Seals, and it is time to get into our group chat topic of the week. All right, so what sparked this topic is a video was circulating of Lil Wayne introducing his three boys to Queen Latifah. Yes, Dana Owens herself, courtside at a Los Angeles Lakers game. They shook her hand, but neither of them stood up, and this sparked a response because they barely made eye contact with her as well, and they just, like, continued on their phones. It was quite cringy, and I don't know, maybe they didn't realize who they were, but the people who saw the video know who she is and was like, why didn't Weezy ask them to get up or demand them get up and greet her properly? Mm -hmm. But this begs the question, is this a kids just being kids situation or is this a manners not mannering situation? So first of all, I got to ask, 
my people's right here, TJ and Supreme. In general, do you feel like manners is something that is still woven into society? No. I don't either. I don't no. either. It, it, it feels like we have, society has just dumbed down everything. I don't know if it's social media. I don't know if it's what we're watching on, on the streaming sites, but it doesn't I seem mean, it's like... it's also Trump 2016. Yeah, so I'll be yeah. a term with that too. The world changed. Yeah, the world really did change. After eight years of Obama and then Trump came in, the world did literally, it literally changed. And I don't know if it's a thing of the past. I think it's something that the parents really do have to hone in on, on making their children say please and thank you. And even back in the day, we used to say, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. You know, nowadays kids and their parents seem to be more friends than I don't want to generalize, but it seems like that happens a lot. And we talked earlier in the week about cursing in front of your parents and music right. you listen to together. All things have, have been shifting. I mean, I remember my ex, his daughter would answer him with, uh, she wouldn't say yes. Like she would say what? And he didn't what? have a problem with it. <laughs> yeah. Like he would call her, he, he didn't have a problem with it, but it would make me, it would make me cringe every time. And I'd be like, she knew better than to do that with me though. That when yeah, I would see? call her name, she would say, yes, Miss Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yeah. It's just traditions and, you know, uh, you can't necessarily say that's a moral thing because different people have a different perspective Value. on what manners and what's not. But I try to pass the general manners that I learned on to my children as well. Well, when we get back, I want to hear some of your general manners. But first, let's go to the phone lines. I just wanted to touch bases on the little Wayne um and his children not standing up for Queen Latifah when she got to the table. And I hate to say it, but it really boils down to respectability politics nowadays. It's a, I don't want to say it's a cultural thing, but some little kids don't know. You know what I'm saying? They don't understand her significance. They're of a different generation, one. But two, they've been around rich and, and powerful people their entire lives. So to them, it's just a regular day. So, of course, they're not going to be like, oh, okay, it's Queen Latifah. They're going to be like, oh, okay, it's going to If that makes a difference. It just, yeah. But anyway, have a great day. That's an interesting take because I feel like that doesn't mean anything. Like, even though you've been around rich and powerful people, you're not standing because she's rich and powerful. One, you're standing because she's a woman. Two, you're standing because she's an elder. Like, she could be, you know, a broke uh, she could be literally just a fan and if uh, they are an elder I feel like you stand for that like it's in general I feel like that's just a thing in, in other words if I come and say hi to Lil Wayne's kids they need to stand up yeah that's the and I would actually say to them y'all not gonna stand <laughs> we know you would yeah <laughs> we gotta teach our boys to respect women to respect yeah. girls and it starts when they're young Let's go to another caller. Hello. Um, one of the things that I believe parents need to teach their children is to stop cursing around adults. I'm not your friend. I'm not your peer. Do not come around me cursing. And another thing is to please say good morning. Greet somebody when you come and you see them. Don't be a little, don't walk by them, and don't start talking to me without saying hello or good morning or good afternoon. This is Tamika. Have a great one. Bye. Tamika, I'm going to take that even to the text. Like if y'all are texting me, like, so even like the people that work with me, salutation before you start, good morning, good afternoon, good yeah. evening. 
Amanda don't, don't like launch. a hang. Oh my god! <laughs> the way I hate a hay, it's just so like super cash in a way that we not cash. Like, yeah, I hate hay, y'all. I hate hay. We gonna come back. Hay is for horses. We're gonna come back here to the Amanda Seal Show. We got more calls. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here. We're in the middle of a group chat Thursday. We're talking about manners. And before we get into this next caller, I wanted to hear from each of you all. What are some manners that you feel like you were raised with that you continue to practice? Please, thank you. Um, Opening the door for women. Um, Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Um, Just... respectable things I, it's, just, <laughs> it's like civil it's like like, ingrained in my head like it yeah. comes natural at this point in time I would I would agree with all of those and even saying yes ma'am I still say yes ma'am there you know a man I've said yes ma'am to you I think it's um it's like a yeah, yeah she has <laughs> I've heard I feel it like when you say it I hear it as like yes ma'am <laughs> So yeah, it is more in a friendly, in a friendly kind of way, but it's also in a respectable way. And I think, you know, sometimes when people say, yes, ma'am, you feel like that's an older thing, but it's just a respectful sentiment to share. I noticed that as I've gotten older, I will default to calling people Ms. So-and-so. Um, so for instance, like I interviewed Nicole Hannah Jones the other day and I was like, Ms. Jones. And she was like, Nicole. (laughs) <laughs> you know what? My mother-in-law did that. She was like, you know, you don't have to call me Miss Judith. I'm like, okay, I'm just used to it. That's how I was raised, but I, yeah. I'll work on it. Mother-in-law, I'm still calling you Miss Judith. I'm like, okay, Miss Judith. <laughs> yeah. I dated a guy. I, I dated a guy where I called his father by his last name, Mr. Whomever. And then he says, no, call me Earl. But then, no, not. and then his mother oh, then yeah. said, well, why are you, don't call me that, call me Pinky. And my mother, oh. my mother, my mother didn't like that, you know. So I, she comes up around us, and I'm like, "Hey, Earl, hey, Pinky," and I'm like, "Well, that's what, that's what they asked me to call." <laughs> yeah. Listen, my homegirl was upset that that Quinta Brunson was calling Cheryl Lee Ralph Cheryl. <laughs> she mm. was like, "I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. It's Ms. Lee Ralph." Mm. Let's go to the phone lines. Hear about y'all and these manners. Hey, man, really love the show. We Thank all should you. have some semblance of manners that I like that was passed down from our parents, grandparents, and traditionally. But a lot of times we got to skip tradition because a lot of things were done that didn't mean anything. I mean, I heard you say about the whistling because the angels are dying. Uh, I must have killed about a billion angels then because I whistle a lot. <laughs> all right. But a lot of things we Murder. did because it was our parents and their parents, they told us to do these things, you know, had nothing to do with anything really significant. But we did right. it because it was passed down. A lot of things that were passed down, we need to pass over, you know, but manners are definitely one thing that we need to continue to instill into our kids and people that are around you. Even even kids that aren't ours, if they're in your proximity, you yes. know, let them know that this is how you conduct you yourself. Know. Thank you. This is yes. Rodney Wyatt from uh, Langhorn, hey. Pennsylvania. Yes, sir. All right, Mr. Wyatt. Rodney. All right. <laughs> we got more for Oh, yeah. There you go. Rodney, Rodney Connection. Rodney, Rodney Connection. We're going to take some more calls when we get back. I'm loving this topic and loving how passionate y'all are about it. So, manners do live. We will uh, see if that continues to be the trend when we return back to the Amanda Seals Show on the Group Chat Thursday. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. 
Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals. I am joined by the Amanda Seals Show crew. The squad is here with me right now. We got DJ Supreme and TJ, and we're in the middle of a group chat Thursday. It is our group chat topic of the week. We asked y'all, do manners still exist? You know, we saw a video of Lil Wayne's kids just kind of not really showing Queen Latifah just like regular reverence that you would give to any elder woman. Um, and it's asked, it's, it sparked the question. So we've had our callers calling in and I'm really happy to hear people being like, no, no, manners matter. But we still got more calls. So let's go to the phone lines. I'm surprised. Yo, yes. Manners are still a thing, although it seems very obsolete in 2024. Um, me as a parent, I'm definitely, definitely, definitely instilling mannerisms in my children. Respect to adults. You know, children are supposed to be seen and not heard. That still stuff. That stuff still applies in my household, and I'm standing on it because a lot of these children out here are running buck wild because their parents have lost it. The parents have lost what it was that made us what we are today, and that's the problem. And that, and I, honestly, we can't blame the youth. We have to put the onus on ourselves as adults. So, just a heads up. Just want to throw this out there. You know, I'm a wordsmith. So mannerisms are like the way in which people kind of like display their personality through like their physicality. So like I have mannerisms, like I use my hands a lot when I talk, like my face is very expressive. Like these are mannerisms, but I understand what you were saying, sis. I understood what you were saying. Okay. Um, And she's right. Listen, you see it when you date. You see it when you date, like you see how manners is not like a necessarily universal thing. Like there's just certain stuff where you're just like, oh, yeah, like you didn't feel like you needed to say that to me. That's weird. Um, yeah. I also have noticed, like, I remember I gave somebody like tickets to a show. They came to the show. They left the show. They never told me anything about the show. And I was like, hey, did you come to the show? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, oh, well, typically when someone gives you tickets to a show and you come, like you say, thank you. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he felt some type of way. He was uh, like, what? I mean, why are you trying to scold me like you're my mom? I said, I'm actually not trying to scold you like you're my mom, like I'm your mom. I'm just telling you as an artist to an artist, when someone gives you free tickets, you typically acknowledge that with a thank you. And if you did attend the show, you say something about the show. Something. Um, you know, sense but I can say, isn't that what we say that's manners? That's that would be manners, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, that's common sense and yeah. manners. Yeah, I mean, it would be nice take pictures, take a quick video. Hey, I was there. I'm not even saying you even got to stay. I, that's the thing. I'm not even saying after the show, you got to come and say hi to me and all of this. I'm not even saying that, but at least say, like, hey, had a great time. Thanks for the tickets. <laughs> yeah, that's like, yeah. common courtesy. Unless you didn't have a great time, in which case I would like to know why you did not enjoy yourself. So uh, when we get back, we're going to take this last batch of callers. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. 
Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals. And we are in the midst of a group chat topic of the week. We've been talking about manners all hour. You know, just kind of like, are they done? You know, like people always say chivalry is dead. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a thing. Oh, chivalry is dead. Like men extending themselves to be helpful. And then like corny man will be like, that's because y'all killed it. And it's like, well, that's not really, really true. But um, are you shaking your head? Yes, TJ, you think we killed it? Because I think sometimes because nowadays, if a man gives a woman a compliment, he he may be he may second guess giving a compliment. He may second guess opening a door just because some women like I can open my own door. And a compliment may be misunderstood as something more than just a compliment. But that doesn't kill chivalry. No, it doesn't. <laughs> like, that's just like, oh, that lady don't like when I open the door. Yeah, but I be I opening mean, doors. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I don't, I'll never understand being on an airplane and a man not helping me get a bag. My good sis, TJ, I will never understand. <laughs> I will never understand. And I will say something every time. So you're just going to watch me put a bag up in a thing. <laughs> and every time I do it, my mother's accent comes out of my mouth. Every time it explodes from my face. Or if I'm trying to open a door and I have like parcels and someone just watches me. So you're just going to watch me? You're just going to watch me with a dog? I mean, immediate anger. <laughs> just, yeah, just don't hold the door because I've walked into a restaurant and a guy just let the door close right in front of me. That's second nature to me. Like, I'll hold the door for men, women, whoever. Yeah, hey, just, come on in. <laughs> yeah. Like, see, my problem is I will always then follow it with a, excuse you. <laughs> or, yeah, I said something. Thank then I you. Thought- yeah, I those are the times I'd be like, you might lose your life over something like that, the way the world be working. And that's these exactly days. what I thought. I was like, girl, let me shut up. And then talk about this door. But there are white people that be really thinking you're just gonna do it. That's true. Like I have absolutely had white people just treat it like, oh, you're doing this that's for me. Facts. That's a you know, fact. <laughs> as if it was like not you know, like with no expression of acknowledgement, as if like this was my job. Oh, you know, yeah, and yeah. that's when I'd be like, uh, excuse you. You're welcome. I'm good for your welcome. What? Yeah, I have noticed they'll welcome. do that. Like, if I'm holding the door, they'll just mosey on through. Like, it's nothing. <laughs> like, it was your, like, you the doorman. Yeah, I'm yeah. not the doorman. Let's go to these phone lines. <laughs> yeah, I was just calling in and saying about that, uh, you know, the respect thing. I just feel like, you know what I mean? Like, back in the day, we was raised. When you walk into a place, you're supposed to, you know, speak to everybody in the house or anywhere you go to. You know, you, you stand up to shake a person's hand, look them directly in the eye. Yeah. We just not, mm-hmm. you know, people nowadays aren't teaching their kids. That it's like, let them be how they want to be. And that's just, that ain't right. You got to be able to, you know, give respect and get respect. Isn't there something to be said, though, that, like, your kids are their own person, but you are guiding them and you are shaping them, Right. Would yeah. you agree, Father? I definitely agree call? with that. Yes, yes, yes. I definitely agree with that. All right, who's next? Let's go on. Uh, hey, Amanda. So I was just uh, calling in regards to the question about this younger generation with manners. I think it's a um, responsibility on the older generation because of that. Because I seen a clip right with Maya Angelou and back in the day, yep. like back in yep. the day, and the young lady had a question and she called her Maya. And she corrected her right there. She said, I don't know, dear, you cannot call me my Dr. Angela. And and it was just that exchange, that simple. I think 
kids or youth only know what we tell them. So I think instead of having the conversation without them, I think we need to have it right there in the moment and mm. say, hey, um, I like that we met, but you got to stand up, young man. You know, let me see you. you however you want to have that come mm-hmm. across. But I think it is up to the adult to check them, whether that's the parent or Queen Latifah saying, I don't give a hug. You got to stand up, young man, or take your hat off or pull your pants. <laughs> I think it's on us rather than just have the conversation. I think we need to involve them and get active because we definitely set that in line. And our elders had no problem putting us right in our place. But you know what? There was so many people who were like, oh, Maya Angelou is being rude by correcting her. Mm-mm. And I'm like, somebody need to correct you. If you think that was someone being rude, then somebody need to correct you. Well, I am glad and I am happy to hear from our multitude of callers that manners are still alive and well. Yes. Can I add one thing before we hop off, Amanda? Yeah. Uh, 80s babies, I think we are the last hope to keep this manners thing going because yeah. I think that's where it kind of downslides with the 90s babies and then into the 2000s. So we really need to make sure 80s are holding the fence with this manners thing. All right. We have our orders, 80s babies. Let's <laughs> let's stand our manners grounds. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Seals. Today is Thursday, February 1st, and it is uh, apparently National Freedom Day, but it's also the first day of Black History Month. <laughs> Big ups to us Blacks. Um, in the group chat this hour, our headliner of the week, Felonious Monk, will join us. And we're going to talk about relationships. Once a relationship is over, what are the pros and cons of spinning the block. All right, we're going to get into that when it's over. Is it really over? How do you know? Why should it be? Et cetera, et cetera. Have you ever felt like he or she is the one who got away? Ooh, that's a good one for you, Monk. Um, ever felt relieved that you dodged a bullet? I've never really understood that statement because you didn't really dodge the bullet. Like, you were probably riddled with the bullets and then you, like, got rid of them and then you, like, <laughs> you know, like, crawled yourself away by your elbows and then somehow managed to, like, heal in the bushes like Old Yeller. Like, that, to me, is typically <laughs> what happens. But y'all be talking about dodging bullets. Dodging a bullet, to me, is, like, when I was about to go on a date with someone who literally my neck was burning as I pulled up, I should have just pulled off. That would have been dodging the bullet because my sixth sense was like, don't do it. But not me. I was like, oh, sixth sense. It'll be fun. <laughs> a year you later. Oh, no, sixth sense. You're silly. <laughs> so, um, 
We're going to get into it. Thank y'all for joining us. 1855 Amanda8. That's 1855-262-6328. Polonius Monk is joining us right here as our headliner of the week when we get back to the Amanda Seals Show. Welcome to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and uh, we are here in the middle of a group chat Thursday. And we are so happy to have our headliner of the week joining us, Polonius Monk. <laughs> This month is a stand-up comedian, an actor, a writer. He started in the final season of Southside HBO. I hate that it was the final season. Is it just the final season on HBO, or are they still no, trying to keep it? it is. I think so, they're still huh? trying to. The last word I had from Diallo was they were still trying to find a home for it. But um, okay, uh, yeah, I'm that show was way too good. It's so way too good to not be on TV. Let me just also say. The first time I watched Southside, I was like, what is this? And mm-hmm. I realized that like the first time I listened to Erica Badu's second album, I just, I wasn't mm-hmm. ready. I wasn't mm-hmm. ready. Mm-hmm. I had to it's grow too, into It's whimsical. It. It's whimsical. Mm-hmm. And we don't get a lot of black whimsy. And so when you first see it, you don't, you have to make an adjustment because you haven't seen this before. And then you go, wait a minute. These guys are geniuses. This is brilliant. But yeah, the I first I just want a shirt that like, says black whimsy. That's it, right? I think that's, that's going to be the name band. of my first special. Whimsical. That's the name of my whimsical. special. Is whimsical. You ain't seen no whimsical. That's, <laughs> whimsical. that's new. <laughs> that's the new kind. Sprinkle a little whimsy on it. Mm. Well, you have also seen this whimsical in films like Night's End and Block Party and and the 50 Cent produced legal drama for life. And you are the host Stop of the web series called Stop It B. All right. Stop it, B. But today we want you to start up, B, because, uh, you know, here on Group Chat Thursday, we talk about a myriad of topics. But one of the things people love to hear us talk about is relationships. And the idea of spinning the block is something that I think a lot of us end up doing out of just a myriad of reasons. So let me just ask you first. Have you ever spun the block on a relationship? Yes. In a real way, though, not just spun it for a day, but spun it for like No, spun it like, you know what? I've grown as a person. I see that I've always been very um, self-reflective. And so if I feel like I played a bigger part in the breakup than I gave myself credit for or took responsibility for at the time, I used to be the type of person to go, hey, upon further review, that might have been on me. You know, what, what happens when you're that reflective, you you take too much blame sometimes. And sometimes you'll go, it was all me. And then you start talking to the person again and you go, oh, no, it was still you. But I, I had things I needed to work on. But that, that's you. Mm-mm, so that person going. is not doing the self-reflection. People. No, people. I've done this more than once because as a youth, I did childish things because I kept thinking it was the person or it was the environment or it was the timing. And the reality is um, when things don't work, that's because they're not supposed to work. And that's okay. That could be a good person. That's that's not the person for you. And 10 years from now, you're reflecting on it and you're like, you know what? I could be with that person. Yeah, but you're thinking about the person they were 10 years ago. As much as you've changed and grown, you're now spinning the block on a whole new person. You're spinning the block and find out they didn't move. So, you you know what I mean? When you come back, you you gotta go to a different house. And I don't, Ooh. It's not. It's not gonna work. He dropping so, gems early. You sent it. We start off with heat. We don't. You know what I mean? He checks. <laughs> I'm shooting threes from half court when we pull up. Let's go. I'm open. Yo. Step with the three. All right. Well, when we get back, we're gonna expound <laughs> upon this. All right. We're gonna step back behind the line and keep them flying. All right. So keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seals Show. We are spinning the block with Felonius Monk on a group chat. Amanda Seals Show. We up. We up. We up.
McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. But we are joined by another favorite comedian, Felonious Mom. <laughs> Chicago Zone is in the building with us on a group chat Thursday. We're talking about some relationships. We're talking about spinning the block. And, uh, you know, when when is the breakup like a final breakup? Like, is there a... Um, there we I, I mean and we've talked about this before but i feel like it never gets old because i know for me my problem is i will spin the block because of i think comfort mm. yeah if i'm there, honest with myself there's something like somebody who knows you really well uh, you even think? if or you think so that's the that's the issue is if they knew you really well would you guys not be together like wouldn't you be, be like, if oh, someone actually knew you? Sure, prison is a circumstance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but that's <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I went to prison before. I didn't expect the young lady to stay with me. And when I came home, it doesn't make sense for me to go to her. Like, hey, the only reason we weren't together for the last six years is because I couldn't take you on dates because you know the visiting room is not, I guess, a first date. But. <laughs> <laughs> the reality is we are in circumstances this is, and this is what I've learned being an old person in, in relationships circumstances happen how the two of you handle those circumstances together is important and so if you had this circumstance that broke you up then you're not supposed to be together that's what a relationship is we handle these circumstances together we go through tough stuff together we go through the good stuff together and as long as we're not creating the tough stuff for each other because if we create, if I'm making your circumstances hard, then we don't need to spend anything. You spend the and kill the relationship. But yeah, if if we had, if I had a tough time, and the only reason we didn't work out is because during my tough time, we weren't able to connect. One of two things happened: either in my tough time, I wasn't communicating effectively with you and being honest about what I was feeling, Man. or I mm. did, and mm. you handled it poorly. Either mm. way, we're not supposed to be together. I don't feel safe with you if I didn't tell you how I felt. And if I don't feel safe with you, you're not my person. (laughs) But but what if the work that needed to be done was done? So maybe Mm -hmm. I was a liar and now I don't lie Mm -hmm. anymore. Or maybe I whatever it was. Maybe I did people. So that's a good whom are they though? (laughs) But you know what, TJ, that's a good question. But but here's here's a question for you. If I was a liar, 
And I got, I went to therapy and I acknowledged what happened. I called you one day out of the blue and I said, Hey, TJ, you know, I realized a lot of things that happened during our relationship happened because of me. And I was a scared little boy and, and this happened in my past and I didn't handle it well. Mm. And I am a whole different person. I would Stay really love there. to get a second mm. chance. And you said, I'm really happy for you. But also you're asking me to take a chance with my own heart when the only evidence that I have of you being a different person is you saying it. Why I would you this. do that? I wouldn't I ask you to this. do that. This if I loved you, I wouldn't experience. ask you to do that. That's it. You know what I mean? Like if I, if, I, if I sincerely cared about you, I wouldn't ask you to do that. What I would do maybe is ask you to go out for coffee and apologize for what we did. I wouldn't ask for a second chance. If you wanted to give me one on your own volition, sure. But I think we also have to be accountable in that way, right? Like I, I shot a man a bunch of times because he robbed me. Now, he robbed me, there should have been something that happened to him, but I shot him six times. He doesn't owe me an apology. He doesn't owe I me, mean, he doesn't owe me forgiveness. He Is doesn't he owe alive? me anything. <laughs> the last time I saw him, he was. Uh, no, the way I he said it was, I was like- <laughs> Yeah, I shot him six times. You're not a he ain't gotta forgive me as what? No, but, but, but what wait, I realized I, wait, was- Wait, wait, wait. You need context. How? All right. No, I need to understand how you shot someone six times and they're still alive. Were they oh, a very a happy person? <laughs> yeah, no, that's a true story. I shot him in the butt. Yeah, he went to the uh, bank. Big baby. Uh, but he lived in the and he was he was uh, in a chair for a bit. But he's he walks. Uh, I see. He walks okay. now. But but and see that's the thing. Most of the people who know me since can't imagine that person right. they don't know that person exists they don't have to forgive me because i've never done that to them and so they treat me as the person that i am if i yeah. bumped into him i don't get to say do you know what i've done for palestine do you know what i've done to raise money for the queer community do you know how what i've done for the trans do you know how i've done for black men and black women i know what you did to me right. and that's fair and i think when we're spinning the block we're forgetting that we've done damage to people what you were talking about, you said my sixth sense is fun. We did damage to that person. That person does not owe us a second chance simply because we no longer do damage. And in fact, if we want that person to heal, we shouldn't expect them to look at the person who will harm them in the face every day and go, I'm giving you a chance. I'm hoping this works out. I'm giving, no, you want now, them to find see, somebody I want to. I want to expound upon that because that's... That's very important, that element right there. We're going to get back to this. We got Thelonious Monk over here. We're we're just drowning in gems. That's what's happening right now. Just, yeah, I feel like it's like, remember when Scrooge McDuck is swimming in the coins? We're swimming in the gems, all right? The danger. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here on a group chat Thursday. We are joined by comedian, writer, actor, Felonious Monk. And, uh, he, you know, the thing about comics is that a lot of times people only like give us credit for being comedians. But ultimately, if you are a good comedian or a great one, as you are, it requires you to be hyper vigilant, which is also really emotionally mm -hmm. exhausting, but it can result mm -hmm. in really great um, epiphanies and examinations of, you know, humans uh, and of ourselves. And like we're learning with the last two breaks, you've been doing that work. Like <laughs> work. Yeah. this is a brother who does when we talk about the work You've been doing the work. And we've been talking about this whole idea of breakups and, you know, circling back to someone. And um, 
You know, TJ, you would say, well, what if someone changes? Like, what if someone, you know, does the work and they kind of work out of the habit that was in the way? Yeah. And I will say, though, that I think it's very, you in summation of all the things that Monk was saying, I think there's something really real. The real, the reality is that we go, we think we're spinning the block, but the truth is, even if someone did the work, we're meeting someone at a new place that is a new person. And I don't think enough of us go into it that way. And yeah. so much of the trip up that happens, at least in my experience, has been like we're tripping over the luggage and the baggage from the past. But we're also like our head is in the clouds with the dream of what we romanticize the past to be, <laughs> you know, and so it can, like, it can oh. make you it can make you feel schizophrenic in a way. It can make you feel bipolar yes. in a way because I'm having these amazing new experiences but every now and then she makes a face that makes me remember that time that she did X, right? Mm. Or, or I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. My mother was uh, in love with my father. He was her, her high school sweetheart. Uh, they went away to college together. She got pregnant with me and very soon after find out, and when I say very soon, 36 days after I was born, my younger brother was born, my first younger brother. So she found out very quickly that my father had another woman pregnant while she was pregnant. Her entire child, her, her entire high school career, her beginning of college is tainted by this man that she loved yeah. breaking her heart. Now, imagine if the child you had from that relationship looks exactly like it. the man that yeah. that happened to and I could see that in my mother's face that's not her fault that is a very human reaction right but she had to live with the fact that the face of the child of the thing that she loved the most was the face of the person who harmed her the most mm. and I saw what that did to her and I can't imagine spinning the block if someone has really hurt now TJ there are relationships that don't work because people are adult enough early on enough to go, you know what? I need to step back for a second and get myself together. See, I don't consider that spinning a block. See, you, if you let I it go. With that because I have, I have come back to something as an adult that I was in no. as a not adult. But that, you know what though? That's fun. It should never be done, but it's very fun. <laughs> It's extremely because you you were cute in middle school and we were silly children and I bumped into you again and you thirty and you fine and you didn't even look like that you know what I mean when 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 uh, music soul said yeah. if I knew the girl next door would have been you I would have been nice to you that's hilarious that happens but guess what you are also interested in the feelings that you had as a middle schooler you're not interested by the way my oldest daughter I had by a woman that I went to freshman and junior and, and freshman and sophomore year, we went to high school together. We oh, bumped God. into each other again in our thirties. We were together for a few months. She got pregnant. I thought I was doing the right thing because my father did not step up to the plate. So I'm like, I'm going to marry you. I'm going to marry you. I'm going to be your husband. And then five minutes in, I was like, oh, that's dumb. I should not have done that. You can't marry someone because they're pregnant. That's silly. But it was too mm. late. And that changed how I looked at spinning the block. Felonius Monk is with us and he is getting us together. When I say us, I specifically mean TJ. We will be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. We are in the thick of a group chat Thursday and we are joined by Felonius Monk. 
who is over here living up to that name, Monk, because he is really centering us and making all of us get very quiet. <laughs> all right. Uh, let us continue to give you your space, sir. Cook, cook. I, I just think you should always try to pick someone that's healthy for you, that you can grow with, that makes you feel sparks. Anytime I feel sparks, it's time for me to go. Because I it's not good. <laughs> right. I want to feel safe. I want to feel comfortable. I want to be able to be quiet with you. I want to be quiet yes. with you without worrying, mm. wondering what are you thinking about? Yes. What, what is, did I do something? Is she mad? Is she checking? This? I want to be safe. And if you if you don't want to feel safe, then, then spend all the blocks. I'll enjoy yourself. <laughs> but at, at, my, at this point in my life, I like you to know. sit here quietly. I don't like to look over and see your phone ringing and wonder who it is. I don't want to worry about who's texting you or whatever. Okay. I don't want to worry about it. And the only way I can do that is to choose someone that makes me feel comfortable, that I can put my little, I can take my socks off. You know, I black men do not out, take Logan. their socks off. You're wearing you're welcome, me out you're welcome. because I, I just I don't like told the language. here, Amanda and Supreme, <laughs> that I had saw an ex of mine. Yes. And so I had contemplated. You yes. Know, so now that's why you wear me out with your commentary. But <laughs> you make sense. Don't do it. Well, there you have but, it. But, but again, I always go back to this. Did you split amicably? Did both of you go, hey, you know what? I see we're not in a good place right now. And I care about you too much to drag you through this. Let me get my stuff together. That's a complete, I don't think that's spinning the block. I think that's you going outside, sitting in the car and getting your stuff together, working on your vehicle, but you never left. You never wanted to be a part. You just realized that you right now weren't supposed to be where you are. Okay. That's a completely that's, different situation to me. That's mm -hmm. not a block spin to me. You didn't leave the street. You never left. You just gave yourself space. Gave some I ain't space. talking about, you know, you took a break and had a break, baby. That's different. No, I wasn't that. <laughs> we weren't even fighting. I, I broke up with him because he wasn't, we were together for too long and he didn't want anything past that. I wanted to get married and he wasn't ready to get married. Oh. So I just no, broke TJ. Up. Look look at me, TJ. Look, into, look directly into the camera. I'm going to look directly and we're looking at each other's eyes. Oh. No. No? <laughs> no. That ain't it. Because, because what he did, because this is what happened. He put you on hold, went out and lived his life the way he wanted to, and now... He's now I'm ready. No, no. Because what would he have done if you had no, moved on? What, you... what you just said. That's he didn't put you on hold. Thing. He kept living. He kept going out. He kept dating. He wasn't working on his car. He kept living his life. He didn't actually change. He just got old. I'm a man. Men get old and now they want to settle down. Yeah. Well, they, we want to that... do whatever we want to do. We tell you, oh, it's, I'm too young. I'm too young. I'm not ready for that. Why are you in such a hurry? We can't just have fun. Yeah, we can have fun. But if you know that she wants to do that mm -hmm. and you don't want to do that and you care about her, don't make her wait. Let her live her. Let her do the things she wants to do. You're the person he wanted. He just didn't want to give you what you wanted to have. That's not fair. That's not fair. Sheesh. Well, there you have it. <laughs> there you have it. Now, remember, when we have a headliner of the week, you get to check them out on for the record tomorrow, as well as going to the back of the class. All right. So shout out to Flonius Monk, who'll be joining us all week. And shout out to y'all for joining us right here at the Amanda Seal Show. We got more group chat Thursday when we get back. Keep a lot. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.
Davis Seals, and it is National Tater Tot Day. Mm. Are you a tater totter? I like tater tots. I don't like them more than french fries, but... So that's the thing. I always think that I like them more than french fries when they're offered because I'm a nostalgia geek, and then I always end up disappointed. Like, Amanda, this is not the same. This is not the same. And I I had to really check myself because the, the, the series of disappointments were actually continuous. Like... Oh, y'all got tater tots? And I'll be hype. <laughs> give me the fries. <laughs> give me the fries, man. You're an adult. You're an adult. Uh, well, we're going to be sharing more Black Joy for you this hour. We also got the Black Spin and things I learned this week. So if you miss any of the show, remember, you can check us out wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, you can follow us on the Instagrams at Seals Said It. All right? At Seals Said It. Our phone lines are always open. Hit us up. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn at the Amanda Seals Show. Yes, y'all, it's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it is time for our weekly edition of I Be Knowing. You know, we um we are about, you know, we are now in the midst of Black History Month, February 1st, and I find myself in a constant frustration with the fact that, like, so many of us don't necessarily have the connectivity to our history that I wish we had and that I think would inform a connectivity to our present and our future. And I really get frustrated because we so often do not have that awareness, but the powers that be that want to continue to utilize us for their own labor force, for their own, um, you know, uh, commercial gains, et cetera. They do know that they've always known that. There has always been a knowledge that the way to undercut and undermine a people is to disconnect them from who came before them. And that robs them of identity. And I talked about this recently on my podcast and we'll we'll play it again later in the show uh, later on this month. But the idea of the fact that in America, Black Americans are the land. We were disconnected from a people when we were stolen and brought here. Even the Black people that were already here were disconnected from their indigeneity when they were then pushed into slavery. So we have had to then create an entire new people, what is considered to be Black Americans. And our indigeneity as Black Americans didn't even get the opportunity to be connected to a land. We are the land. Our bodies are the land. Our DNA is the land that we continue to have to grow from. And so when we keep our history alive, it is our version of Palestinians, you know, keeping their olive trees together, of growing their trees, of of pruning those trees. It is the continuance of people in other places on indigenous land, making sure that the animals are just as well as the soil, the water, et cetera, because this is us. We didn't get that opportunity. And so we have to protect the things that we have in the same way. And that is our history. And that is also each other. So when I say we are each other's business, I am not saying that flippantly. I mean that literally because we are the land and we are what we are growing from. Happy Black History Month. I be knowing. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. 
follow Amanda Seals, and we about to head on out of here. Hope everybody has a fabulous, safe, relaxing weekend. Uh, if you miss out on the show, you can check it out wherever you get your podcast. Shout out to Felonious Monk, our headliner of the week, who joined us to go picky picky for the record. So if you know, if you're looking for something to um, also listen to this weekend, check out the latest episode of Small Doses Podcast: Side Effects of Prison Feminism with Richie Reseda. It just really is an, a unique podcast. Richie Reseda is an organizer and activist who did time in prison and while there did a program called Prison Feminism that really helped to shape and change the lives of the brothers who were in there doing time. And I think it's just a really unique story and something that we need to hear more of. And he's also a prison abolitionist. And so I think that's another perspective that y'all could really benefit from checking out. So remember that is Small Doses Podcast, Side Effects of Prison Feminism. You can watch it on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV and you can check it out wherever you get your podcasts. Also, while you're on your Amanda Seals trip, make sure to subscribe to my Patreon and to go to amandaseals.com to find out when I will be doing stand-up in your city. I will be in Dallas on February 25th, all right? February 25th, I will be in Birmingham, Alabama on March 22nd and 23rd. Those tickets are going to go on sale next week. So look out for that. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Have a safe one, y'all. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.